Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. All quiet on the Western Front, man. What, what's going on? It was a big bang, bang last week, and then all of a sudden we, we get here and this next week of free agency, not really much to, to speak of, my man. Well, it's all in how you look at it. They brought the team back, man. They, they brought the boys back. Where's K- where deal. where is K Wan? Where is K Wan? This is the Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. We'll talk a little bit more free agency. We'll talk a little bit of the draft. Um, get you guys all caught up on that stuff. Uh, but of course, we always want to remind you: make sure you. Continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular podcast subscription, go ahead and hit that like button. Always feel free to get involved in the show on Twitter. I'm at R Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am watch at watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore bump and run. And now a word from our sponsor, Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness is upon us. That's right, March Madness. One of us is a big fan of March Madness. The other, not so much. Starting to not qu- so st- much. Start, starting to question him. I mean, that's, that's my dog, hundred grand. With Mar- how could you not? What's there There's not no to love about March Madness? They anyway. Can't play. They can't shoot, but keep going. This this weekend, we're entering Sweet 16, Elite 8 territory, and so BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Somebody, a friend of mine, tweeted the other day, imagine not being into March Madness, and <laughs> I, I literally laughed <laughs> yeah, out yeah, loud. Really. I literally really. laughed out loud because you're the first person that came uh, to my mind. Um, Can I tell you something, bro? I have not seen one dribble. That is forget a shot. I haven't seen one dribble, and I won't. That's sad. That uh, saddens me. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, 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 I mean, it's so, so I miss a bunch of bad basketball. I mean, really? even even people that don't like college basketball like March Madness. No, no, they like bad. They like betting. They don't like well, it. that, they, that it's part. Not, it's not the basketball. It's, they don't it's like the, bet. It's the betting, so, right? You thank you. So you're not going to convince me they like March Madness. They don't like watching the ball. They like betting on the games. That's what gets people into it. They could care less about what's happening. They just care about their bet. They're they're not even paying attention to the games. You know that. There's a there's a passion these young men play with. These young men and women they get after it. Oh, you got to love it, man. You got to love it. They do that. They do that on good teams too. It's a, it's a different. It's a different game, though. <laughs> much, much, much different game. Um, yeah, it's better. <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> Unreal. So, uh, Kwan's still out there, and uh-huh. I mean, should I be nervous at this point, or or what? Um. Well, I mean, that depends. What do you mean, nervous about what? 
about him not coming back. Not, not him, him, him not coming back. Absolutely. Oh, well, I mean, well, that's always that's always uh, um, that's always the chance that you take. But what the Niners are doing, they're trying to they're trying to allow the market uh, to set his price. That's what that's what they're really doing. They're looking at it and see. I don't think there's a question as to whether or not they want him back, but it's how much because they're looking at some of the other moves that they have to make, and it, and it's how much. And this this is the thing that I got to go into it and just say, I understand how much we like K1 as a player here. I know you like him. Love him. I like him. Um, I like what he does. I like what he adds at the nickel. But let me ask you this. And this is what I keep saying. And I don't mean it in any way as a disrespectful knock. I, that's why I started this off he by saying to, how much I like real, it. He's about to get real, y'all. He's about to get no, real. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just going to tell the truth about it. When's the last time in all the years you've been around football, when's the last time you've heard anyone saying, I'm going into the draft looking for a nickel? <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, no, we, I couldn't help but to think about there's this Cat Williams stand-up, and he, he started going off, and, and it's a lot of stuff I can't repeat right now, but I, that's <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind when you said that. So – Going to drafts and I'm gonna draft a, draft a nickel. Um, I mean, pro- probably ne- never, right? I mean, it, it just yeah, like what, yeah. like the third of never. You've never heard anybody yeah. going into the draft. Yeah, February saying, 30th. so that yeah, so that's so that's why I go back when people t- talk about it. And I know there have been some people. I've heard a few Bay Area um, uh, talking heads. I've heard nationally where everyone's like the importance of the nickel. And yes, it's very. It's a very important position. It's a position that everybody can't play, but nobody, nobody stops what they're doing saying, I have to have this guy to be my nickel. You make nickel guys. You find nickel guys because what you're trying to do is find somebody who can play outside the numbers on the Autobahn because that's really, really hard. A nickel position, you can help. You can double with them, this guy. You need him to be able to tackle. They're going to be a blitz. You, you can take them out of the coverage a lot of times, or you can give them a lot of co- a lot of coverage. They are, they are a wild card, but you can do a lot with them to help them out. So because of that, Kim leaving is not going to wreck the band. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not one of those situations. It's the same thing I said about, about um, Juice. I like Juice. I like Juice, but if but if 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 it was that important, they'd have more than one on the team. So I mean, that, that's the thing about what he does. I'm not saying that he's not a help. I'm just saying that you can work around it. So back to back to when I was asked about this and K1 and everything is like, do you want him back? Yes, I want him back. But how much is it going to cost? Because K K1 is not the most important person in your secondary. He's not, and the highest paid person in your secondary makes seven million. Right? Yeah. And that Jimmy Ward? Yeah. He, he's not going to make more than Jimmy Ward. He's not he, he, he should, He's not going to make more than your starting corners. Because how are you going to pay your starting corners six and a half, five and a half, and then pay him 10, 12? That's not going to happen. And the reason, and the reason it's not going to happen, it's not even about worth. It's not even about value. It's not even about what he brings to the table. It's just the economics of the position. I, because all, if I'm the GM, if I'm John Lynch, John, he can ask for the money, and all I have to do is say, no, the, the two starters, these are the two starters. You're the third corner. At best, you're the third corner. Say what you want to say about three wides and all of this stuff and blah, blah, blah. If a team comes out and base 
um, with base personnel with two wide receivers, are you on the field? If the answer to that is no, you are not one of the starting corners. And if you're not, I'm not going to pay you more than the starting corners. So that's so the question is what the market says his value is. Because if the market, if he gets offered a lot more than that elsewhere, I don't think they're going to be able to bring him back. So that's so that's where it goes on that one. And, and that's so a that's, real that's, possibility too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, but the but the Niners also know that as well. That if they, you notice Trent Williams, they didn't let him get out there. They didn't let um, Jason Barrett get out there. It's like let's work a deal because we want this guy. We 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 know that this guy is important. Now with with um, K1, it's not saying that he's not important. It's just you have to come back at this number. We're not going to insult you because there you do play the game a certain way. We know what your value is to us, but we have to see if the market is going to say that this is a number you should consider. That I, I kind of think that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, man, probably slow playing a little. And I think they've they've sort of been methodical with with all their signings. Um, I feel like uh, Lynch and, 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 and Shanahan, this regime has. I think they're very calculated in terms of things that they do, how they do it, guys they bring in, and what number they bring them in at. Um, so I, I think there's I think a method to the madness there. Absolutely. I do too. I think. Can I tell you something? I think they're actually doing a really good job right now with the way they're signing guys. Trent Williams is the guy that you had to get, but you you basically signed him to a three year deal. Remember, I told you everything's a three year deal. Remember when we were trying to educate the people on that? Yeah. Um, and everyone was like Trent Williams, and I said, I said, let's see the numbers because everything in the NFL is is a three year deal. Trent Williams basically signed two three year deals. His six year deal is two three year deals. They he they have a drop dead point. Um, after his third season where they can get out of his contract and it doesn't kill him. That's a, that's a, that's a smart contract. If he's still playing at that level, all you got to do is just, you know, keep the party going. It's just a simple, you know, dip a finger in the water, turn it into wine, keep moving. Um, that's, that's what you can do if, if you choose to do so. In the secondary, I love what they're doing. They have all of these guys, and the guys are obviously happy with it because they signed the deal. I would do it if I were if I were in the league right now. I'd go to one year deal every single season. These guys are signing one year deals where I get to hit the market the next year. I get to increase my value. If things don't work out here, I get to go somewhere else to where um, they I can utilize my skill set there. But for the Niners standpoint, if if this is the team that you put together that takes you to number six. Cool, we can run it back. If we see that we need to get some other bodies in, everybody's on a one-year deal. You can get other bodies in, and it costs you nothing when the salary cap goes back up. So I think they're doing an excellent job of putting this together. So uh, we're 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 looking at at this situation here with the 49ers, and guys are just kind of coming off the board. There's a bunch of rumors about other quarterbacks that may be coming in, right? Andy Dalton was a guy who was mentioned. You know, there's Bridgewater obviously was linked earlier. There's been all these guys that have been linked. And so far, um, no dice. Uh, and it looks like that backup quarterback well is kind of drying up, right? Marcus Mar- mm-hmm. Mariota just re-signed with the, uh, with the, with the Raiders. Um, I actually wanted him. I, that, that's one that I wanted. I, you know, I think on the pod after the pod, I told you about that. I was like, quiet, you know, quietly, I was hoping that they made a move to get him. But well, never mind. The, well, the Raiders played him because they 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 made him restructure, but they made him restructure after the well was dried up, so he couldn't enter free agency. 
So it's basically like take it or leave it type deal, right? Um, yeah, they kinda, yeah. That's the, the evil side of the business, I guess, if you will. But, um, I mean, in, in terms of, of slow playing this process, like do, does this make you – do you feel more inclined that they actually will draft a quarterback? Not necessarily first round, but at, at some point in this upcoming draft? Um, I think so. You, you know my philosophy on You want to draft a quarterback I, every year, right? I, I, well, at least every other year. I would draft a quarterback every other year. Yes, I would. Somewhere in that draft, um, I'm going to hit a point to where the highest player on my board and for this round, for this pick, this selection is going to be a quarterback. And I'm going to – and if that's the case, this is someone I've identified that could play within my system every single year. I'm going to be looking for that guy. And the only thing that's going to prevent me from doing it would be if the previous year I got a guy and I feel good about his development, then I probably wouldn't go that following that year. But then the next year, I'm doing the same thing. I, I would I would draft a quarterback. Two reasons. Number one is that they're too hard to find. They're just way too hard to find. Number two is that they are such a valuable commodity to have. If you have – it's just like the 49ers getting Garoppolo. Um, it's just like right now where where Green Bay sits. If you have a guy that looks like he can play and he's been in a pro room, he's been in a system to where he's here getting pro coaching, he's getting pro practice, he's, he's, he's sitting and getting the critiques of that guy out there on the field. He is learning the game at a professional level. There is value to that, and people will always, always want to trade for it. So you like draft a guy and see what sticks, right? Like you just, just, yes. just throw stuff yes. against the wall, see what sticks. Well, well, I mean, this is the thing. It's not even throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. I'm looking for a certain skill set. Remember, even when I go out and get a veteran guy, right, I'm, I'm looking at a certain skill set and saying, does this work with what we're trying to do offensively, the system that we're trying to run? Now – if I look at the 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 QB the backup QB market, and there is no one out there, there's nothing to say that I can't find that skill set in the draft. You, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. They're, 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 so that's so that's the same thing. So so what's the difference in me going and getting someone's third string quarterback, um, or going to get me a guy coming out of college that I'm looking here saying, okay, this guy is green, he needs to play. Because you can you can learn, you can learn. Um, like as I said, all the things I was saying, the critiques and the coaching and and the reading the defenses, all these things. You can learn all of that by being in the room and watching someone else get critiqued. But you don't get better until you play. So you so I'm uh, what I'm basically doing is going to get guys who haven't played. Um, I hear you. You know, unless I'm going to get a guy who's been a starter and he the, the Andy Dalton's and the Mariotas, that's you know guys like that. Once you get out of that, I, I might as well get a guy out of college. Yeah, Trubisky was the other one. He went to Buffalo, right, to back up. Um, good system for that. That's a good uh, spot Allen for Trubisky. Out there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good spot for him, and he'll he'll learn a lot in that. And I and I and I actually think he'll become a better quarterback. Chicago just gave up on him too fast. Um, Ed, we got a new sponsor. Of course, we always love every time we have new sponsors here on the show, but we got a, a brand new sponsor, um, Sunday Scaries. Yeah, Sunday Scaries, and um, you know, it, it's a lot of different ways you can look at it. You know, I ha- never have been, so me personally, I've never been a guy that sleeps all through the night. How do you sleep, man? I, I mean, like, are you like a 
a, a lay down and you close your eyes and, and you're, you're down for not. the count? No, absolutely not. Now, see, see I, when I was in college, you know, in my 20s, when I first got in the league, I would, I mean, seriously, two, three hours a night, I'd function. Now I probably, and, and you know, it was one of those situations where I'd fall asleep, but I don't sleep well. And I'm gonna, I'm waking up through, throughout the night. Um, so that's that's a major part of it. And if you're anything like me, and 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 you want to find a way to get all of that crap together, I, I got something for you that you can find and you can use. So that when your head hits the pillow, you will be out. The mind's not racing. Nothing is going on. You will be down for the count. Unfortunately, Sunday Scaries is a product that is specially designed for the overthinkers and the night owls, people like me. Uh, Sunday Scaries, it's a CBD gummy, uh, and it's going to help you decompress. It'll clear your head. It's going to help you fall asleep, and, and you will actually be able to wake up like a functioning human being, like the way my wife does. She gets her seven hours and like 15 minutes worth of sleep. Every night, actually, she took it up to eight hours and fifteen minutes. But she she is up and perky and ready to go. And and there's no risk for buying this. The company offers a hundred percent lifetime money back guarantee. Uh, so if the product is not for you, and that's okay, you will get your money back. Sunday Scaries is in the stress relieving business, not the stress you out business. So like I said, a lifetime guarantee. And I got you on this one. You get twenty five percent off. Uh, and that's just to prove what they have. So you visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code Davis. You guys know how to spell it, D-A-V-I-S, to get your discount. That's promo code Davis for 25% off of Sunday Scaries. Go to sundayscaries.com. It's amazing. You will not regret joining their squad. Sunday Scaries, appreciate them for being a part of the show. Always uh, very appreciative of our new sponsors. Now, uh, well, all of our sponsors, right? You got to be new to yeah, continue. New right? and old. Right? New yeah, and that, old, right? But before you can be old, off. you got to be new, right? That's right. I mean, you know, when I got to the Niners, I was I was the new kid backing up. That's that's it. When I when I left, I was the old guard that had been there. So yeah. I I saw I I saw, and in, in quotations, virtually. Uh, Jennifer uh-huh. Lee Chan, right? She she covers the Niners for okay. ABC Sports Bay Area. I know Jennifer. Yeah, you know Jennifer. Very yeah. good. Hopefully, we Very get her on, on the show here um, one of these days. But um, yeah. we were on we were on a call together earlier in the week. USC had its pro day, mm-hmm. and so you know Jennifer gets on there. She starts asking these questions to these guys, and all of a sudden the wheels just start spinning. And so, um, very interesting. I'm gonna throw a name out there. And we'll see. But if this guy is available at 12, I think this may be a guy you got to pounce on if you're John Lynch and company. Elijah Vera Tucker. He's mm. offensive lineman from USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he played primarily inside. Um, but last season he played outside at left tackle. So he's able to show the versatility. Um, uh-huh. He was considered probably a first, second-round guy had he came out last year. Um, but mm-hmm. He ended up staying for another season, and then once Austin Jackson got drafted by the Dolphins, they ended up moving him from inside to outside, about to, back out to left tackle, and so he had a pretty had a pretty good year. Um, I think this is a guy who many believe will be a first rounder. Um, mm-hmm. 
I I like him. I think he's very talented. Obviously, I'm I'm a little bit biased, you know, having watched him uh, quite yeah. a bit. But there's nothing wrong with that. But um, she, she, yeah, she started asking him some questions. I'm like, okay, if he if he's there at 12, um, I'm all for that at taking him at offensive line because I'm all the stuff that I'm seeing just doesn't really make much sense to me. I'm not I'm not feeling the whole Patrick Sertain thing at, at corner. Um, uh-huh. I'm not feeling the whole I, trade I up to get a quarterback. Well, no, I I, ne- I never was on the whole corner thing. Um, okay. Well, actually, okay. actually, I, I take that back. You did convince me of that, but not this draft. It was like last draft. So Got yeah. It. <laughs> you only, I, 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 no, I, I get it. I, I don't. You know me. I don't even think about it. I don't even think about wide receivers and corners. I, I mean, I understand the difficulty of playing those positions and and the athleticism. But I'm like, I can find a guy. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not doing that. So back to the back to the lineman and what what you're talking about. I mean, we're talking and, about. And this is a guy you could you could probably play, you, well. Obviously, you got a left tackle. Um, uh-huh. you got a right tackle. You got your center. You got your center as well. I mean, this is a guy you can play. I mean, really, you can play him anywhere, right? There's there's some versatility there, and and they tend. I mean, that's kind of the new age NFL in a sense and, and that's something that, that Lynch and company likes like they like you know being able to move guys around and so I think this uh-huh. is a guy that'll be able to fit um, I mean I think you bring him in you plug him in at guard and, and, and you go you know I, I wouldn't mind like if you take him at 12 I'm, I'm, I'm all for that um, some help on the offensive line because I think that's very much needed if he's still on the board I think you snatch him up I mean there, um, there's I mean there's also the talk about the defensive line as well I, I to this point, I still have not seen like that, that guy, right? Like, like, like last yeah. year, like it, there was this huge buzz around Kenlaw. Everybody knew Kenlaw would be the guy. Right? Like, I still yeah. have not yeah, yeah, seen yeah. that this this year in uh-huh. this year's group. Well, after what la- happened last year with the offensive line, you see that you need offensive linemen, and you, I just heard you say that you're set at the left tackle, of course, and you said you set at right tackle. Really? Are we really? I, th- I mean, I, I think you got a guy there. You know, oh, okay, I'm, I'm saying okay, but are are you set? Are are you are you set and 100 percent certain that that he can hold it down? I mean, he he can he can McClinch, be is your guy, he, and, and you're set that he can hold that down. He, he can be replaced. He can be replaced. So, so 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 there we go. So that's so that's my point right there. If you have a guy that you feel can um, potentially upgrade that position. You're right. You can put him inside for a little bit and then move him outside um, if that be the case, if you need to. Um, and and if he has the versatility to play multiple positions, that, that makes him that much more valuable um, because he can learn the inside and move outside if, if he has that ability to do it. Um, and and you know and going you know you, you left tackle and right tackle is a little bit different but you know you you got a you got a wall on the left side so there you don't even have to think about that for a while um so i i'm i'm with it I, i'm i'm always about getting a big guy i don't think you can have too many and unless you have now if if they came in and like this guy is the best left tackle in the draft and the niners draft him i'm like that's a that's a dumb pick yeah. <laughs> um, you, you because you don't need it. You you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you just you just really don't need it. That's like that's like drafting somebody to like okay, this guy um is the pass rusher and he likes rushing off of the left side all the time, just like um Bosa. Like, well, yeah. that's a wasted pick. But could it yeah, be so, one of those things where it's like he may be the best left tackle in the draft, but maybe there's some versatility there. Right, maybe earlier well, well, in his career he showcased the ability to play inside or to be able to play right tackle or, 
or something along and, those lines, right? Then and that's the and that's the case. That's the case. Then that's what I'm saying. That's different. If he has the versatility to move around, if he's a guy that I can move to the right side or do something, because everybody, believe it or not, people, everybody can't play on both sides of the field. It's everybody can't do that at, at every position. And everybody I can't mean, play inside and outside either. Everybody can't play inside and we outside. We saw that yeah, with uh, who's the guy yeah. with the Raiders. I remember, I remember Gallery was a big, a big, a big name, and yes, he ended up not yes. working out for him on the outside. They move him outside. He ended up having a little bit of success, but he was supposed to be an outside guy when he first came into yeah. the league. Yeah. yeah, everybody can't do it. There, there are wide receivers who can't catch the ball as well on one side of the field as they can on the other. There are corners who can't play. On you know there are right corners you can't play on the left side, left corners you can't play on the right side, not as well. Yes, it, it's it's different. Every, everybody can't move around and match up with guys and, or go inside. So those things matter. So if you're saying this is the best left tackle, but he's played multiple positions throughout his career, he's he's had a season at 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 right tackle. He's had a season at at a guard position playing inside. Um, or multiple games like that, and you see that he can do it at that level. Yeah, that's that's different. That's 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 completely different. I, I think it's an um, interesting name, and I, I it never really dawned on me. I never really thought about it until yesterday when when Jennifer was on that that call, and and you know she just starts, you know she yeah. she started kind of picking his brain a little bit, and and he has had some contact with the Niners. Um, and and just for point of reference or side note, I I guess you could say, um. Quite a bit of wide receivers at SC as well, too. And, and so some of them may or may not have been in contact uh, with the Niners. I think some were but didn't want to say, and others maybe not. Uh-huh. But, so that would be interesting to see if, if if they are available. Um, Time now for eBay, ED. Okay, you know, time for eBay. Time for eBay, he says. Okay, so whether you whether it's, it's the, the rare dead stock or the, the latest release, go to eBay. It's old school, but they have the shoes that you are looking for. It is the original sneaker marketplace. It's the place to go. If if you've been eyeing a pair of new kicks, you can find them there. And as we know, you and I know, Rashawn, things are authentic when we're talking about eBay. They have the authenticity guarantee on your sneakers. They meticulously inspect the sneakers. They have independent professional authenticators that are going to do it. And when we say that they have these authenticators, the team has all types of experience. So they are going to verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and have a dozen other inspection points that they're going to go through. And each sneaker also received that authenticity guarantee tag that's included with the digital stamp of authenticity. Rashawn, did I tell you that these shoes from eBay are Authentic. Authentic. Did I, tell you that? I, I think okay. I think I heard that. I think that's what I heard. Okay. Okay. And not only do they protect the the buyer, they protect the sellers as well, where you get a verified return process. So the sneaker sellers out there understand that eBay is also going to do everything they can to help you. They've eliminated the selling fees on any sneakers over a hundred dollars. So a hundred plus it's it's free for you to ship and flip. So you can do whatever you want to do with your collection. So what we need you to do is go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. That's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and a unique selection. Uh, some house cleaning. Uh, Tart is back. He resigned. He's in the second, back in the secondary. Also, uh, Tavon Wilson has signed a one-year deal with the uh, Niners as well. Um, I'm going to throw a couple names at you. 
and you just say yes or no. Okay. Uh, these are free agents. Richard Sherman. What do you mean, yes or no? In terms of being with the Niners. Uh, well, I'm going to say no because I don't think anyone has the, has the vision to make him a safety. Make him a free safety. So at the quarterback position, no. No. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, no. No, because I think they would have done that already. They've had multiple opportunities to do that um, and to kick the tires on that one. So I'm going to say no. Jadavion Clowney. That's a possibility. That that one, that one. If I, I would put, I would put the, um, I would strike the the ledger of uh, above fifty percent. I would lean towards, you know, possible on that one. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, very interesting. I that. Possibility, yeah. Again, I put that one like with the clowning. Uh, there, because because it's another proven player. Uh, you know what he's got. He's got so much film that shows what he can do in the league. Um, it's it's hard to not kick the tires on a guy like that. The question is where the numbers are going to be. It's a quant situation. Like really, how much is he going to demand? Because remember what you're paying your starters. Yeah. Uh, this is a very interesting name to me. Um, Melvin Ingram. Hmm. Hmm. How do you feel about that one, man? I, you know, I, I like him, but, but yeah. there's a reason that the, the Chargers, you know, got rid of him. Uh, I think some of it is the injuries. I mean, he he's a. I mean, when healthy, when he's on the field, the dude is a flat out monster. But the problem yeah. is he's he's been hurt. And yeah. so, I mean, if you can take a flyer on a guy, maybe you bring him in. I mean, you know, if you if you can get him on a deal, I'd 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 do it. And see, I was just about to say when when you said all of that, I'm with you on that. If you get him on the deal, the Niners have already shown that they have no problem taking flyers. This this regime right here has no problem taking a flyer on an injured player or a player that has shown that okay, he's that when he's healthy. He can make plays. They don't, they have shown it. So I'm. I would not be shocked if they could get it at the right price. That they would take a shot at that. I mean, him and Big Bosa were dominant. You put them opposite uh-huh. Baby Bosa. I, uh-huh. I expect the same results. And so I. And so do I. That's a guy I'm. I'm, I'm really keeping an eye on. Um, I, yeah. I think that may be more realistic than a Clowney's. I think Clowney really is is after some money that I I don't know that is out there for him. So I think at at a point he may have to you know, kind of, you know, lower his expectations, and then maybe that that's how the Niners come into the picture. But I think Ingram may be more of a possibility for the Niners. But I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, one thing – so going through all these mock drafts, right, they're all quarterback heavy. And I'm going to oblige these people, right? Let, let's just let's uh-huh. just oblige these people. Um, in, what, in what possibility – or in what world – no, I, I'll take that back. If the Niners end up do, if the Niners end up trading up and getting a quarterback, uh huh. What does that say about Kyle Lynch and Jimmy G going forward? 
uh, nothing. It means that to me, that's, that means that they found someone that they believe can um, run their system down the road. Uh, again, remember, I'm always – I told you, I would be drafting quarterbacks every year. So, if I'm – Yeah, if but I'm this is a first round. I mean, but, you're, but you're listen, paying to listen, get this guy. But listen, but listen, it depends on what I have – how far do I have to move and who the guy is. If you have to have a quarterback, this is the thing about it. If you don't have a quarterback, you're going to get fired. If you identify a guy – it's the same thing when Jimmy Garoppolo came here. What did I say? If you identify your guy – if you identify this guy as your quarterback, you get him. You don't give up everything. Like I said about Watson, you don't give up everything because you still have to build a team around him. But if you identify a guy as your guy, get him. That's what Mitch Trubisky, when they when the Bears drafted him, and they were like, what do you think? People didn't have like it doesn't matter what other teams have. If you think he can run your system, you go for it. Because if you're wrong, you're gonna get fired. But but if you don't have a quarterback, you go get fired. So you have to do it. So if they get a quarterback, if they identify someone in the first round, now there's one thing, if you go from 12 to one, okay, what you're telling me is that this is the guy that you are ready to play right now. He's going to be on the field. He's your franchise. This is who I'm planning on making and becoming my franchise quarterback. If you are sitting there and all the expectations are that these quarterbacks are going to go, you know, one, two, three, or something like that, top five, they're gone. But now you're sitting there at 12 and the 10th pick is coming up. The ninth pick is coming up and a couple of those guys are sitting there. You make a move from there. I'm not really freaking out about it because that just tells me that there's a quarterback that you actually think can be the quarterback of the future. And you're going to go for it. How differently would you feel if they if if they didn't move at all? If they stayed at twelve and drafted a quarterback versus trading up, if they stayed at if they stayed at if they stayed at twelve and drafted a quarterback, I would feel even better about it because you didn't give up anything. And and what happened? And what did I say? At sooner or later in a round, you're going to look at the board and say the, the best player on this board is the quarterback. Draft him. If that's the second round, if that's the third round, if that's the sixth round. You draft him when you when you're looking at what you need, what you're trying to do. Okay, we we got our 48. These are the people that'll be playing on Sunday. We know that. Now, who's the best player? So now going into that, if you're looking at that number 12 pick of the first round, we've been talking about okay, offensive lineman. Well, there's not a guy that's going to come in. We don't think this guy's going to potentially be better than McClinchy. We don't think he's going to be better than Trent in the next few years. We can't move him inside. We don't see a spot for him. No, he's not He's not going to be the, the guy to take over after Mack at center. Okay, we're off of that. D-line. We don't see a Ken Law in there like we said. We just got him. We're doing this. We just signed DJ. He's not going to take snaps from any of those. Okay, so once you go through that process, we've just drafted our wide receivers. We don't see a then. Why not take the quarterback? I'm, I'm see that, that I, I I don't freak out about it. Everybody thinks well, if you draft this player, then that means that this player has to go. You're sending a message to that player. People, I grew up in the Niners. The way I was raised in the colors, you better get better today because we're looking for somebody to replace you tomorrow. That's the world that we were in. There, it didn't matter who you were. Joe Montana, they were trying to replace. 
Ronnie Lott. Everybody, that's that's how it was. It, it was constantly trying to find somebody to take your spot, so you get better. That's how it was. Every single year, they were bringing in more corners and all of this stuff. While I was there with the Niners, they drafted. I think they drafted two other corners in the second round while I was on the team. When they drafted me in the second round, they drafted two other corners in the second. So, and, and, and that's the same Burton and I, we were out there every year. They were bringing in other people who were supposed to replace us. You get, you don't even worry about that. You get better and you work at it. So that's the mindset. Everybody thinks now, if you draft a guy, that means you don't like the other guy. It could mean that you just like this player better than all the other players that are in the draft. There's that too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think if you move up, for sure, like if you like, like how the example you gave, which, which, I mean, that would be a lot, but they move up to one, right? Then, I mean, that's their guy, right? That that means yeah. Jimmy's got to go, right? I mean, I mean, there, there's, I just don't think well, there's means, any way that means he's, around. Well, around. he's going to go. Yeah, his, his number, means, his, his yeah, days yeah. are numbered in in, in yes. the colors, right? Um, yes. But but I think even as high as as they're drafting right now at at twelve, like I think if you if you get a guy at twelve, I think you're saying like. Okay, this this is our this is going to be our guy, right? I I think I think it's it's the well, same. Yes. Like Jimmy's days are, are, yes. are, are would be numbered. But like, but but okay. So like, let, let me. Ask I, you. I think so that if, the Aaron Rodgers so, so Jordan Love thing is a different situation. But but hold on, hold on. This is the thing right now. So your days are numbered. Every player's days are numbered. Number one. And remember, I always told you there's a three year there's a three year lifespan on every player. Period. So now, so keep that in mind. So this is the thing. So. Um, we're talking. We were talking about an offensive lineman out of USC. If you draft that offensive lineman, does that mean Trent Williams or McClinton's days are numbered? Not, that mean, not, that mean, not necessarily. Wait, no. But see, wait, 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 hold up. If you draft this guy at number twelve, think about what you just said. So if you draft, if you draft a quarterback at number twelve, that means that Garoppolo's days are the clock has started and he's done. But if you draft a tackle at twelve. It doesn't mean that. Well, see, I mean, it's it's to... it's more it's more McGlinchey than it is Trent, obviously, because they just signed Trent. But I think in this particular situation, it could be, I mean, well, some someone on the offensive line, right? Like four, like four to guy, four to five guys. Like I mean, that, that, there's a message sent, you know, to to one of those guys. So I, I think there is some. I think there is something there. Yeah, it's the raising of the competition level. That's what you're saying. You want all the good people on your team. I wanted all the good people on my team. I, I all I, all of them. I wanted I wanted the best DBs in my secondary. I, that's that's the level that I wanted to have to compete at every day. I wanted to compete against the best wide receivers and the best quarterbacks. That's what I wanted to do. So there's nothing wrong with that. So so that so this that I'm what I'm trying to get at is the same thing. What I'm just saying, if you if you draft another position at twelve, that's a player that you see as potentially being because. I mean, you're drafting. I mean, you see, that guy's 12. a starter, right? I mean, well, well, yes, yes, he is going to be a starter. Yeah, he should be a Pro Bowler. He should be a generational player for it. This guy should get multiple contracts for you if you're drafting him at twelve. That's what you should be looking at. But that does not mean that you're saying the player that is there can't play. You're looking at it like, wait a minute, this guy's too good to pass up. So we're going to find a spot for him. You you want remember you want all the good players on your team. So I, I am not one. I'm not one to say that I won't get this guy. Now, the example I gave earlier, if a guy is specific, like this guy rushes off of the right side, 
my other guy rushes off of the right side. I know he likes it. I've noticed what he likes to do. I've, I've charted this other guy. His production is off the. It's out of this world when he's on the right side. I, that's a player that I can't get because I don't need two of those guys. So, so that's what I'm saying. But if it's a player that can move around and do all these things, that's it. The quarterback position, I've already told you, it's too hard to find a quarterback. So if I got a guy and I identify a guy at 12 that I think could be a future quarterback, I'm going to get him. Because remember, all we're talking about is potential. So if I have a quarterback that I can win with and I find another quarterback, a la Joe Montana, Steve Young, I find another quarterback that I think can I can win with, I'm not passing on that quarterback. They're going to learn to compete. And we're going to play and we're going to get better, and we're going to let the competition do what it does until, just like with Joe and Steve, there comes a time where I say the other guy, the the number 12 draft pick, now it's your turn. It's eventually going, if you do everything that you're supposed to do at a number 12, it's eventually going to be your turn. That doesn't mean that you've got to dump Jimmy when you draft the guy at 12, and that's what everyone's thinking. And that's what I'm trying to get across. That doesn't mean that. It does, it, it, you're trying to win a Super Bowl, and there's not a kid in that draft that's going to win you a Super Bowl next season. This 49ers roster is people. It will be in contention for a championship next year. You heard it here. If you didn't believe it, believe it. This roster will be that caliber. When guys come back healthy and all the stuff is done, they will be back where they were before. They will be in the playoffs. They will be competing for a championship. They will have an opportunity to do that. There is not a quarterback on that board that's a college guy that is going to take a team to the Super Bowl. It's not going to happen. I forget who um, it was. Some Someone made the comparison comparing Joe and Steve to Garoppolo and potentially Darnold, right? How Steve came in and didn't have much success, a little lackluster, this, that, or the other, and he comes in and he has all the success with the 49ers. Um, but um, that, that would, of that course, would mean that that would, of course, would mean Garoppolo is Joe, but Garoppolo hadn't really done what Joe's um, done yet. So, well, I mean, well Garoppolo little, hasn't. He off. hasn't done that. Yeah, I mean, well, well, I mean, I know what people are trying to say, but but this is but my whole thing is, I, the part of all of this that people keep forgetting is who Jimmy Garoppolo is. Jimmy Garoppolo was a dude in college. He was really good. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo went to an organization where he was, he was the number 12 pick or whoever they're about to bring. He was that dude. He saw a pro handle it. He saw how a guy went and did his job every day and never freaked out when they drafted a quarterback and, or anything. It's because remember, I've always said no one wins a job or loses a job in the NFL. Opportunities are given and taken. There is nothing you can do about it. Jimmy Garoppolo did not earn the starting job for the 49ers. He was given an opportunity to do it. Eventually, they're going to give that opportunity to someone else, just like Tom Brady didn't lose his job in New England. They took away the opportunity for him to be the quarterback, and he had to go find another opportunity. That's the NFL. So I, that's why the whole draft thing, who should they draft and all that stuff, I tell them, I don't know. And honestly, I don't care 
I'm going to root for the guys that they thrive for. Right now, I don't care. I don't have a favorite. I, and I and I said it, and people think that I'm being glib about it when I say it. And they're like, "Who who's your favorite corner in the draft? Who's your favorite lineman in the draft? Who's your favorite pass rusher, wide receiver? My answer has been and will continue to be whoever the colors draft. Those are the ones I'm going to root for. It's that simple for me. It, it really is that simple for me. I don't worry about who's not here. I don't worry about the fact that they didn't draft um, um, Deshaun Watson or they didn't draft Mahomes. It's irrelevant. It didn't matter. I could dig it. It, it was like, I could dig we got to beat them. Because we, we, guess what? When you're on another team, I got to beat you. I got to find a way to beat you. That's what competition is about. I and competition – Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I said I can dig it. I mean that 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 makes perfect sense. Um, before we get out of here, our weekly Jackson State update. Ah, oh, Prime <laughs> suffered his first loss, man. Suffered his yeah. first loss. They lost at Alabama State, thirty-five twenty-eight. Maybe some questionable calls in there uh, cost them that game, and so they're off next week actually, before taking on uh, Southern on April third. Um, and so, but yeah, so Jackson State now three and one on the year. Uh, the not, the, the fight, bad, the fighting not, primes not, suffered their first loss of the season. Not not a bad start yeah. though, right? No, not a bad start at all. And you got to win, you got to lose some because you got to also understand how to deal with that adversity. And 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 what I really liked about it is that the guys lost the game, and Prime was, was saying that you know what, they're still doing what they're do. They're still having fun. They're still working hard. They're still playing the same mindset, the same intensity, and that's how it's got to be. You, you, you that you don't have the ebb and flow based on your your opponent. Your opponent has nothing to do with how you play the game. You, you, you have a standard, and you set the standard. And if a team plays up to the standard, you're gonna have a. It's gonna be a tough day, but we're gonna find a way to kick your butt. If you don't play up to the standard, we're going to scold drag you because we're not going to lower our standard because you can't play at that level. That's and that's the, right. That's the, that's how you got to set things up. And that's what I'm waiting back with, with our Niners. And, and Prime knows that. Hey, bro, you, you heard it last year, you know, a while back in 2019 when everybody was saying it. When I was like, like, we are the gauntlet. We set the standard. We set the standard. We don't play according to the competition. That's what bad teams do. That's what bad organizations do. You set a standard and you live up to that standard. And for the Niners, standards have been set. So Jackson State Prime knows. Prime Prime got to live that standard. He knows. He 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 personally played at a certain level. He had a certain standard that he lived by and he was going to play by. And then he became a part of some organizations that like, look, this is how it how everybody has to do it, not just you individually this is how we all have to do it to be successful that's what he's taking to jackson state so um i think they're gonna be okay i really do i, I think it's gonna his whole mindset that he's got those kids playing at is gonna it's gonna benefit them that right there is your weekly jackson state football update uh make sure you continue to download subscribe rate and review relocating wherever you find your podcast hit us up on social media i'm at r haylock he's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at underscore bump 
and run. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Believe in 49ers podcast. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion, I'm not the Super Bowl champion. Look at you trying to sneak a ring. I'm trying to get a ring. I'm trying to get a ring, y'all. For my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see (laughs) y'all next week. Bling, bling. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.